0: Beautiful woman. What up, my black beautiful peoples? What up, my regal gods and goddesses?
1: goddesses God fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dropping shit and trying to multitask. Don't mind me. Hello, my gods and goddesses. Kings and queens, if you will. God damn, Taylor is struggling already.
0: Wow, it's your girl Ciara. It's
1: your girl Tay.
0: <laughs> and welcome back to another <laughs> episode of Vine melody
1: I guess you can say how to decide how to fuck this shit going in, too. I am weaker to play. Um, <laughs> We're very happy to hear and see you, Negroes again. Appreciate your support, as always. Yes, yes. The episode. Cece, you want to tell them
0: about it? Yes. Yeah, so this episode is a what-if episode. So it's kind of like a multiverse episode, you know? shout outs to everybody that's seen Dr. Strange, Multiverse of Madness. If you haven't, please go watch it. It's amazing. But anywho, so this is the what-if episode. So we're going to be talking about our ideal world's and things that are all encompassing of our ideal world. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about today.
1: I think we would break it down a little bit, so you get like a good, a good little overview of what we're trying to do in our day to day lives. Exactly. Um, in an ideal world. So, without further ado, let us pop this pill and get it started. Woo woo. woo 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 woo. So we're gonna start off as far as like our what if in an ideal world with our ideal career. CC so went first last episode, so I'll go first this episode. My ideal career would actually be um, kind of a twofold, right? Because I love music, I love writing music, I love creating music, but I wouldn't want to make that a full time career for me. Um, it would definitely be something that I would do independently um for the love of it not to be famous and you know generate some nice little sales from it have a good little following but nothing super crazy where i'm just trying to be like in the limelight all the fucking time that's crazy my anxiety don't work well with that shit i'll kill all you niggas respectfully oh my god so i'm kidding i'm really kidding please don't please don't um wow okay um (laughs) but also Um, If anybody knows me, they know that I love true crime. Um, I'm currently going back to school for forensic psychology. And I really, really and truly want to work with juvenile delinquents in prisons. um, Specifically, and as well as contract as a criminal profiler um, with various agencies, like state agencies, state city police agencies kind of thing. Um, that is what I i really would like to see myself doing for sure, for sure. Um, having my own nonprofit, working with underprivileged youth, um to find their creativity, their voice, that kind of thing is what I'm really going for. So that is my ideal career. Cece, what about you? We already know, but we're gonna go through it again,
0: right. My ideal career, obviously, is an actress. I would like to be an on-camera actress as well as a voiceover talent. I mean, I not I would not be. I would like to be. I am, because that's what my career is going to be. But in an ideal world, I would already have been <laughs> on camera. You be already actively doing. You know, things. I would already actively be doing this and have stuff on my resume. I also by now would be in charge of a homeless center. Um, Yeah, because that is a goal of mine is to open up um, homes for the homeless. Um, So I would be already a, I guess, nonprofit owner of that. Um, I also would be the owner and creator of an art school, because I also want to open up one of those. Um, Yes. (laughs) I also would like to get in an ideal world. I wouldn't have to go to school for it, and I would already know how to draw, but I would be having my hands in multiple parts of animation industry. I hope that I can do that. But in the ideal world, I would already have been in there and I could draw. So then I would be able to do the animation drawing as well. It. So, That's <laughs> It's a lot at once, but yes. <laughs> we love multiple dreams. You know, trying to get it together. So the next one is ideal place to live because everyone has that place that you would just love to reside in.
1: Well, my ideal place will always be where the knickers reside, where the knickers reside.
0: Pete. Where
1: the nickers reside. Mm-hmm. Um, if not that, though. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed my time in the Netherlands when I was overseas. I would definitely live there, at least a little bit.
0: Ayla's been talking about the Netherlands since she left.
1: Because I loved, London was my my ideal place to see, right? I had always wanted to see it. It is the birthplace of a lot of some of my favorite literary greats, Um, only the white people, you know, but because my other literary (laughs) greats came from America and quite frankly, you know, much, much better, but still there there were some that I really enjoyed reading that were birthed in London or in the area of England. Um, So I always wanted to go there that and my last name is Britain, so I feel like it just would be, I would be remiss if Taylor <laughs> Britain did not visit Great Britain. You know, I, I feel like that's just mad disrespectful if you don't. So I did. Um, I enjoyed it. It's too rainy for my my taste, but like the Netherlands had like the perfect weather. Um, so if I'm not with the niggas yeah. in the Netherlands.
0: Um, I'm trying to think where I would like to live I haven't traveled enough yet to really know but I have always wanted to live in Italy Italy has always been a dream of mine so when I do visit Italy we'll see (laughs) we'll see if I want to stay there but Italy has always been a place that I want to stay um I would say Naples, but I'm not honestly sure where exactly in Italy yet. But honestly, like I said, I haven't visited there yet, and I haven't visited the world. I haven't visited domestically in the United States. So once I do all that, we'll see where my ideal place is in actuality. But right now, Italy. I just don't know where in Italy. Maybe Naples, maybe Positano, if I even pronounce that correctly. Maybe a small little town like they showed in Luca. I don't know because all of it is beautiful. But yes, Italy. Perfection.
1: Next up, ideal family
0: structure.
1: Um, and so when I said ideal family structure, like basically what does your family look like? How big do you want your family? Um, for me, I just want it to be a two-parent household. It can be male or female as the parent um, that accompanies me. And I personally would like six kids. I want three or four that I have birthed myself and two or three that are adopted, Um, specifically from the system Um, because these kids need a home. They all all need a home and people just overlook them. Um, They often act like they're damaged goods because they're in foster care. Um, And a lot of times they just look at them as a check. And quite frankly, like these kids deserve way more than that. Um, I want them to be able to still have a relationship with their parents. A lot of people did not do that. Um, I used to work for DHR here in the state of Alabama. So I, I know these types of situations well, which is why I come from the place of experience that I do come from. When I say what I say, our kids deserve much more and a lot better. And I feel like I can provide that. Um, Whether it be here in the state of Alabama or anybody's foster care system, like our children need homes more than we need to be birthing children, and that's Mm -hmm. just that on that. Absolutely, we need to take care of them first before we even sit here and start talking about whether or not we can infringe upon a woman's right to to have. Let me tell you, that's just my take on it. Um, So that is my ideal family structure: a two-parent home, six kids um you know our kids are involved in any activity that they want to be in but they got to stick with it because my capricorn ass is not gonna let you start and not finish some shit and only when you finish certain shit for a year do you realize i i really can't do this not because you just don't like it like no you're gonna try it you're gonna stick it out you're gonna learn some discipline today my nigga no hell no so
0: yeah um for me um i do want a two-parent household um strictly niggas over here sorry ladies um but when i say strictly niggas that includes a lot of y'all just putting that out there leaving that as you interpreted it um <laughs> but to be also when a nigga of course i don't want more than two children i barely want one but i don't want to just have one So I would like to have two. Um, It would be great if they're twins so that they can come out in a 24-hour period. That would be great. Um, So I don't have to deal with it again and I can burn my tubes and be done with it. Um, But I do want two children. Um, Let's see. They will be able to do whatever they want creatively. Um, Unlike Taylor, I will let you quit if you just Uh -uh. don't feel like it.
1: You can quit, but you can't just quit because you walked in there the first day. And the reason why you don't like it is is something that has nothing to do with the fact that you're not interested in the thing itself. More so like, oh, I just don't want to go like I cut up with this. <laughs> you have to at least try it first if you didn't actually try it you just went in there you didn't try anything oh no well problem. yeah okay. i paid money for this you are gonna have to try that's what i mean when i say like you can't just quit like you have to actively try and put into it like you have to learn the value of hard work in that regard yeah no, that now, if you sense. actually put in work and you're just like this isn't for me I'm perfectly fine with us doing something else, but you're not gonna waste my money and be like, "Oh, I don't like it," and all you do was just sit your black ass there and do shit. No, hell no. Um, money don't grow on trees.
0: Hell, I would let my children do stuff. My whole family, we would do stuff creatively. Just period, because you're just gonna end up being in that creative space because you have me as your mother. Period. um I, as a family structure, I do not want to be away for a very long time. Which if you look back and be like, hold on, two seconds ago, she just said she wants a whole career. That takes you away from them. Yeah. This isn't thought out. This is just ideal. So, <laughs> this isn't thought out. This isn't thought out. This is just ideal. Um, I don't want to be away from my children for too long. I want to be open with my children. I don't want to be distant with my children. Um, And I don't want my husband to. If he does, we're going to have a problem. So... Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else about my ideal family structure
1: I agree with you as far as like the creativity I feel like our families
0: in general are going to be super
1: creative, yeah. they're going to yeah. collaborate. They're, my best friends are also going to be God moms. So it's oh, we'll yeah. still have the village. Like I'm not getting rid of my village whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely
0: not. No. Um,
1: I'm a firm believer in the village. Like I want to be that mom where my kids' best friends can come over and know that they have a safe space exactly. um, because I had that. And so I want to keep that going. Um, I was reading a tweet the other day and it was like, my mom, you know, like, my mom died, and so you become, like, a second mom to me, and I just really, like, happy Mother's Day, thank you for all of this, this, is that, and the third, and I was, like, damn, that really, like, touched my heart, like, I pray to God that I'm that mom for my kids and my kids' friends, yeah. um, all the cookouts, barbecues, we have in them at our house, I mean, shit, anybody. yeah,
0: also, my ideal family structure is to break generational curses, and that starts by actually getting the help mentally, so that I'm not putting on to my children things that I have not resolved, whether it's realizing that I've resolved it or haven't resolved it. And I'm just pushing it through, whether it's through my actions or just through internally having them because you can pass on generational curses um, without even actually doing anything to your children, but just because it's in your DNA. Which, you
1: know, we already have our own generational curses with the stresses and anxiety and depression that, you know, hailed from slavery. Exactly. So I really don't want to give them any more than what they're already going to get that I, we can't get rid of at this time. Exactly. So ideal so. family
0: structure is definitely talking to someone that is not your friends or your family. But yeah. Um so now next is the ideal look. If you are close to me, you already know what mine is. I want to be dressed like a WNBA player on a constant basis. I have constantly said this to the people closest to me. (laughs) I want my closet to look
1: like
0: I probably have, yeah. My ideal look for my life is a WNBA player's closet. That includes dresses, sneakers, tech fits, sweatpants, sweatsuits, all of the above. I want all of it I want it all I want it I want it I want it yeah WNBA player that's my ideal look specifically if we're gonna name some people um Sue um my girl Dawn the incomparable Lisa Leslie to name a few to get give you guys a little visual of what I want my closet to look like, my ideal look Let's I would like it Indy. to be a WNBA player, specifically Lisa Leslie.
1: Honestly, for her. me, that's really, really fucking hard. <laughs> um, I don't have like a look guide, so to speak, on what I would want to look like. But just know, if you know me, I am a suit kind of girl. Mm-hmm. I love pants, suits, skirt, suits. Hello, dress suit. They exist. Look it up. They do. Um. I love looking literally like the ultimate professional woman, Um, the ultimate business woman. That is my aesthetic. Um, But I also love the flowy, earthy vibes as well. Like for me specifically, ideally my weekday is straight up suits, business suits, business casual, business professional. Um, so, I love my gray slacks that make my thighs and my ass look amazing. Hmm. um Black slacks, just because you got to have black slacks. I mean, like, if you don't, like, what are you doing? I mean, what are you doing? Um, I love a good button down when my titties fit in them um, because then I can button it to a certain way and it still looks. I love it because then, like, when I wear it, I can show a little bit of cleavage, it's still sexy, but yeah. it's, kind of, it's professional. It fits actually with how I like my tattoos to be placed because. I like everything to be subtle, right? So like all of my tattoos are only shown when I'm either wearing a bathing suit or if I'm getting busy with my partner, then they're gonna Uh -uh. see, but nobody else is gonna see them, right? It's like my best kept secret, like take your tattoos and do beach covered. So that's why, that's like my ideal, as far as like my aesthetic weekends are real flowy earthy vibey even actually off work because i'm known to change clothes when i get off work anyway just real earthy vibey like chill mother earth badu type shit um makeup is usually the same way pretty much every day nice subtle professional brings out my best features that kind of thing um that is really my look i love heels i love stiletto pumps and And the the uh, (laughs) gloves I love stilettos. I absolutely love stilettos. I was telling Dee the other day, if you're going to buy me shoes, you have to know what my shoes are like first. So before you even get in your mind to buy me some shoes, you got to look through my wardrobe first so you know the exact kind of style that I go for because I love heels. I'm not much of a sneaker person. If I buy sneakers, it's like for walking or running or something like that, but I'm not a sneaker head because it just doesn't fit my personality. I don't look good wearing sneakers like CC and Locket do. That j- It just doesn't fit me very well. I look like a fucking dweeb because I am a dweeb, <laughs> so it just don't fit, um, but sandals flats and a certain kind of flat I got like oxfords so I'm real preppy um I always have been that's always been my aesthetic <laughs> but that's literally how I've always loved Hillary Banks with a little mixture of Ashley Banks I think would actually really truly describe me as a person aesthetically um because that's how I would ideally dress that is how I act so that's how I would dress um uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit more down to earth meanwhile honestly. I will but that's like that's me that's all me um so yeah that's my ideal look yeah, um yeah. ideal mental state uh shit not depressed but here, here. we are here so, you know I would like to be at peace um obviously times are gonna come smile you know with all of the bad that's going on push through the good and the bad regardless but I want to be more at peace with a lot of things um I want to be in a place where it's like, yeah, this happened, but it doesn't define me. And I'm not quite there yet. Um, But I'm on the journey to getting there. And I think that is really one of the most important things is like, I haven't given up my journey. I'm still working. I'm still trying. Um, So my ideal mental state that I'm going to reach is that state of peace that no matter what comes and knocks me like, yeah, I might get in a, a bit of a tizzy, but at the end of the day, my soul is at peace. Um, And if my soul is at peace, emotionally, everything will work itself out. Physically, everything will work itself out. It's just my soul needs to be at peace. So that is my ideal mental state.
0: My ideal mental state is stable. Um, Most people that know me or even love me very close to me do not realize that it's not stable. We do. We know. I
1: I promise we don't talk about it. Not to you. Me and Locke can be discussing your mental state, but you don't like to talk about it.
0: I don't like to talk about it. And like I said, she's not as important
1: because she's not going through suicidal ideations every five fucking days. That doesn't mean that you're and that's another thing. Your Mm -hmm. mental health is not defined by what somebody else is going through. Yes, somebody could, quote unquote, have it worse. Everybody has it worse. There's somebody out here that has it way worse than me. Somebody who has it the worst of all, but that doesn't invalidate what you're going through in your mental status. It does not invalidate your experience and you have just a right as anybody else to seek help and to have somebody to talk to and vent to. Which I know Here, I have um, people, I PSA
0: for the motherfucking episode. I know people, I have people that I can vent to. Everyone in my circle, I can vent to. And she just fucking don't. I just don't. <laughs> so my mental state like i said my mental state is stable is stable and non-self-deprecating that's correct that's correct yes uh non-self-deprecating which is what i do now
1: a lot of my shit comes with symptoms of depression so i don't even break down all my motherfucking issues yeah I
0: mean for me it's just an umbrella at this point yeah like once you get once you get at that piece, then you got everything (laughs) you got everything in control once you get to your peace but my ideal mental state is absolutely non-self-deprecating and stable and I mean stable in the sense of in my mind stable in the sense of holding myself to that higher standard of it doesn't matter what other people are going through. Yours is still valid type of thing. Okay. Yes.
1: Your problems and your issues are always valid. doesn't matter how big or how small. Your human experience is
0: valid. It doesn't matter how big or how small you feel like it is. Yes. That is what I am supposed to believe.
1: Sometimes we don't. I have my own trauma. I have relationship trauma. I mean, I
0: have to yell at Taylor. I had to yell at Taylor the other day because she wasn't trying to give herself the prompts. But I also am yelled at multiple times. Um because I don't do the same. Uh so and I think it actually
1: is a little aggressive. Just a
0: little bit, but we actually need it. Um I also my mental state, I want my mental state to be stable so that my work is stable. And I, I, truly believe that my work is not stable, and I have not gotten where I want to be in my career because I am not stable. So, honestly, but.
1: that's really good self-reflection.
0: To me. Thank you. How do you? You know all this without therapy? <laughs>
1: <You can laughs> stop playing! No, a I lot. need differently. I need to really go <laughs> you a lot without therapy but therapy is just a nice little added help to have somebody unbiased
0: right like that that's the problem I need an unbiased opinion because my mind is biased and I am a strong overthinker I mean strong overthinker
1: we don't ever get the chance to hear from Ciara because Ciara don't talk to us because, again, she'd be feeling like just because somebody went through a suicidal episode two days ago, we can talk about the reason why you're stressing out over your job. But it's cool.
0: I mean, I feel like this is so true. Do you not see how that sounds trivial? <laughs> something else? Not to
1: me. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you're my best friend. Okay. Mine started out with just what you would consider trivial shit. And then this is Here I Am. Um, got- yours did not
0: start out with trivial shit.
1: It did. A lot of it started out with just regular ass school stress and extracurricular stress, and then the stress and no trauma and child. Yeah, but I had actually moved past a little bit of that. A little bit of that. Um. But I never, I was never suicidal until all of the things well,
0: started. Yeah, that is, that is true. Which is that what, is what true. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. It okay.
1: starts out little, right? And so I never want anybody to get to the point that I got to, where like I just wasn't talking about anything. And now here,
0: I'm just like, well, I'm better off then. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm also very scared to get to that point. I think I'm so far off from that point, but then I'm scared that it's just going to creep up on me and I'm actually not that far. So I really would like to be safe. I don't need to add that to my my people. (laughs) Once again, the pressure of not being that.
1: I don't want to add it to my people either. So I'd be really doing better about not,
0: say anything see but no that's not that's that's not healthy and that's not helpful and and that's doing exactly what you're getting on to be about listen 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 listen, so this is not how that works
1: as in when i say like not bothering them i mean like i'm gonna tell you what's going on but i'm not gonna just be going through my entire manic episode if i have a man well i don't call a manic because it's really depressive for me my entire episode because honestly that is a big big burden on people in the sense of like they don't know how to handle that because they're not professionally trained to handle that. so I can't go through all of that with them but what I can do is reach out to crisis counseling and from there get connections be able to talk to people who are trained professionals and move from there and so that's kind of what I mean when I say what I say.
0: That makes
1: sense. I guess
0: we just went on the whole block. So being,
1: last one. <laughs> it's me being more so aware that this isn't something that should be put on my friends in that regard. Like, I need to let you all know how I'm feeling, but not to just sit up here and divulge every fucking thing when you're just not mentally equipped to handle it. And some people just aren't. Um,
0: Shoot, honestly, okay. no one is. no.
1: But some people have the better tools to be able to handle it. That's very true. Than just your everyday average girl. Yeah.
0: No. All right, but we went a whole us The oh, last one, real quick. Um, the ideal lifestyle.
1: <laughs> I want the type of lifestyle where I wake up and do what I want. That's. I it. want luxury. That's it. I want to be luxurious.
0: I want to be able to wake up in my bed with my man. And look at him and be like, yo, I'm feeling crepes. Let's go to Italy. And we go.
1: Because that is definitely the type of shit CC will see, achieve. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I want luxury, but I kind of want a simple luxury more so just like, hey, I'm going to call out of work today. I'm going to go, let's go get brunch. We're going to yes. enjoy our
0: day. Fuck it.
1: We'll take the kids out of school. We'll make it a family day. That's kind of my ideal lifestyle.
0: Yeah, my ideal is getting up and travel.
1: (laughs) I want to travel too. I just know like as far as like day to day, like I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it. But like, I want to be, okay. So before, how do I explain this? Um, Before I have kids, I want the get up and travel whenever lifestyle. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: When I have kids, I want the, I want to still travel but it needs to be planned out very Oh, well. yeah.
0: It's, kids are an added- um, Stress. I don't care what nobody's saying. Stress. They're added stress. <laughs> I
1: was going to say, kids are an added factor that you have to factor in when you, you're booking flights and stress. all of what the stress things in hotels, whereas two adults booking a hotel is nothing. So planning activities from a family. But see, that's the thing too. In that regard, I would be able to plan out at least like, three to four days out the month each month where we all have like just family bonding time um get up and go take the kids out of school my kids are going to be doing well enough that I don't really give a fuck if they attend for real for real (laughs) or (laughs) not. that is my ideal
0: lifestyle them motherfuckers can zoom in from the motherfucking plane Mm -hmm. and do what has to be done and I guess last one ideal lifestyle is to live like other countries which includes better health care, being able to have a child and not be terrified that you're going to die. Um, Six months of like vacation time, because yes, Um,
1: having health
0: insurance and not having to worry about having health insurance.
1: Having leave for your period, bro. Like that's wild. Mm -hmm. Not only having maternity leave, but having paternity leave.
0: Yes, and a good amount of it. Not no like,
1: because a lot of people will have like six months mm-hmm. maternity and paternity leave like that's ideal That's amazing that is a it's a good amount of time to have to spend in bond with your baby get all of your particulars in order you know um for when you do go back to work affordable daycare um yeah that like all of those things
0: being able to do these things is really
1: important to me they
0: really are but that's just a little bit of our ideal worlds. Um, let us know what are some of your ideal things in these categories, or if we miss some ideal categories, let us know um, if you want to hear more about our what if worlds or you if want something you want a breakdown. We can break down the ideal closet all day, baby. Let me tell you. I can, I, break down, I can break down the
1: brands in this
0: motherfucker. Don't play with me. Exactly. So just let us know. But for now, let's move on to the Black Health.
1: All right, ladies and gents. And we are now on to the Black Health segment today. Sorry, I'm struggling. Today we're talking about um stress actually. Um first, you know, what is stress and five ways, and I think I have a bonus um to combat said stress. So let's get started. First of all, stress, simply put, is our body's response to pressure. Um, that can be any kind of pressure.
0: pressure. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it is usually um an emotional and a physical response, um, it happens typically when we experience something new something expect unexpected something that may threaten our sense of self um, anything that has like we have little to no control over um, so life uh, typically is usually what we stress over. Um, but the thing is, it can be both positive and negative in short bursts. Um, we can it can be more positive because you usually will go back to normal rather quickly. Um, and sometimes it can help you through like deadlines or avoiding danger. Like when fight or flight kicks in, um, that's usually what they mean as far as like some positive stress, kind of just pushing it through. Um, uh, so like the three types of stress, um, there's acute, it's short term. Um, it's usually when you have newer challenging situations, it even comes about when you do fun things like riding a roller coaster or, um, all that hard work to get a professional achievement before a big speech, things of that nature. It's acute stress. Your body goes back to normal pretty quickly. Um, your emotions return back to homeostasis. So it's not really super bad. Um, the symptoms of that can be like your heart rate increasing, um, sweating, heavy, fast breathing, um, a little bit of anxiety, but nothing crazy. Um, sometimes poor concentration and poor sleep. So like again, if you had a big speech the night before, you may have trouble going to sleep, things like that. Um, and then we go to episodic acute stress. Um an episodic acute stress um, is stressed where it's literally acute stress on a frequent basis. So nurses will have this a lot of times if they work in the ER, you're might you might be moving from one crisis to another, and it feels like, you know, kind of like a never-ending loop so to speak um little room to calm down typically until maybe like the end of your shift again if you're like a nurse working in mental health some sort of healthcare field um even when it comes down to like heavy it shit depending upon your company um things like that when you have major deadlines back to back to back to back this is when you will usually have episodic acute stress um it's not a good thing (laughs) at all Mm -hmm. Um, It is something that definitely has to be gotten under control rather quickly or you can very well spiral pretty badly um, into what we call chronic stress Um, for episodic acute stress, um, those symptoms can be muscle tension, Um, a lot of times it keeps our body on guard, um, fight or flight response remember that's stress, Um, poor concentration, uh, feeling overwhelmed so not being able to cope or visualize any effective solutions to get out of the situation you're in um uncontrolled anger and irritability uh migraines um often because of the muscle tension remember your brain is a muscle so it's very very easy to go come across migraines rather frequently um hypertension which is high blood pressure makes sense your your heart rate increases um things kind of like, go out of whack. <laughs> this is the best way to put it, go out of whack. And then the third kind of stress is chronic stress. Um, these are when you have stressors that occur for a long period of time. This can um, be when you have an unstable financial situation that you're currently living in, so homelessness um, or you know below poverty line, um, living in a high crime neighborhood, um, if you are currently in a domestic violent relationship that constant fighting with your partner that's chronic stress um being black in america um it, it, that's the big one honestly for us here right um you know being a woman um being a man i guess if you want to well a black man specifically um <laughs> but being a woman in any right but black black women black woman, we're black as fuck right here so it's all black um, those are, I mean, cause it's never ending and it feels never ending. Um, you're always going to be on guard in some, in some form or, capacity. form or capacity, um, as free as we have made ourselves, even when you free yourself from the shackles of a lot of the things that they have taught us, you still will have those little frisons of fear, um, stress, because again, we're black in America. Like we can't really escape that reality. Um, as much as we would like, we just can't. So, you know, there's no, there's difficulty seeing any way of a solution in a chronic stressful situation. So these can be weight gain for symptoms um, because of the result of what we call stress eating, but also some hormonal imbalances that are caused by chronic stress, Um, heightened levels of adrenaline and cortisol, which affects memory and digestion Um, suppressing the immune system, Um, insomnia. So falling asleep or staying asleep are very hard for you. Um, And no matter how much sleep you got, you just don't feel rested. Panic attacks, um, feeling of helplessness, chronic headaches. um, Usually that occur more than 15 days in a month. Um, And then emotional fatigue. So the type of rest that you get is really imperative Um, is not really, I'm sorry, is not imperative when it comes to emotional fatigue, because it's literally, you're just tired. It doesn't matter what you do, how much sleep you get, you're perpetually tired. You are tailored. That's literally the best way I can put it. I have definitely gone through that so many times. You are fucking tailored. Welcome to the goddamn family. So yeah, so we talked about a little bit with the symptoms, like, which are also kind of, what do we call them? um, 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 consequences of stress, um, anxiety disorders, um, depression, um, depression, depressive disorders. Um, you have burnout, especially if you're working. Um, so that's the kind of chronic stress, um, that results in the mental, emotional, and physical exhaustion of yourself, um, accompanied with self-doubt being detached from the world. an increasingly negative outlook. Again, welcome to Taylor's world. Um, Hey,
0: look, because we are negative away.
1: Right? (laughs) Um, Digestive problems, so irritable bowel syndrome. Let me tell you,
0: because Ciara.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ulcers, um, inflammatory bowel disease. It's literally shown that like stress can weaken the intestinal barrier, which compromises our immune system greatly. So it really is important that we learn how to combat these things. Heart disease is a big one. Um, My Nana died of a stroke. um, And heart disease she had um congenital heart disease actually so like it's it's a big deal because it will come back to haunt you um obesity slash disordered eating um uh, we talked about the stress eating um when it comes to disordered eating that's you not eating on a regular schedule so that causes weight gain because you could be eating Two meals a day, one day, one meal the next, three meals the next. Your body don't know how to react. So it's just preserving everything that it can so that you don't fucking die, right? Um, and unfortunately, that leads to weight gain instead of the weight loss you thought you were going to get. So the ways that you could fight stress. Number one is exercise. Um, they say that regularly exercise regularly exercising at least 30 minutes a day does good, not only for your heart, but for stress. Um, it's, it it's getting all of that out, um, whether you're walking, um, doing yoga, just getting your body moving really helps to kind of connect your mind, your body, and your soul, especially if you decide to do it outside. Um, Getting outside, which is another step, um, spending time in nature, really reconnecting with Mother Earth has a lot to do with the sunlight, the fresh air, um, because we are made of the universe, right? Um, so it's really important that we go back to the universe um, mm-hmm. and recharge. Um, you can recharge in the moonlight as well. You, you
0: know, My you theory know. is Black people are Kryptonians, so that's why we get extra, you know, everything when we step out in the sun. But that's, you know, neither here I,
1: I agree. I could see that. I actually see that. Mm-hmm. With fish grease on that one. I like We're it. definitely
0: Kryptonians. I
1: like it Picasso. Awesome. So, like, um... Another step would be, if you can, because again, everybody's financial situations are different, eat healthy. Um, Being nutritious, and that looks different for everybody because everybody has different body types, but definitely getting plenty of water, eating at least three times a day um, is going to make a big difference in your stress. Um, Because again, it's not just emotional, it is physical. If you take care of your physical body also while taking care of your mental health, um, you really will see a difference. Um, spending time with friends and family. Um, and with friends and family, these need to be people that are good people to be around. Social well-being mm-hmm. is incredibly, incredibly important. It helps us to manage our stress because we have people to talk to, people to spend time with, people to let our hair down, our guard down with, and just laugh um, without having to feel the pressures of the world for a while really does some good Um That's one of the main reasons why I love my partner so much, actually, Um, because I never felt stressed whenever I'm, I still don't whenever I'm with them. Um, And I think that's great to have a safe, not a safe haven, so to speak, but like just a safe space. Um, And it's like that with my best friends too. And it should be that way um, for everybody. So I really wish that for all of you guys. Um, Good sleep hygiene. Getting regular sleep, Um, people always say get eight hours of sleep, but actually for adults it's about six and a half. That's pretty much a good optimal amount of sleep for you to get. Eight hours is ideal. Um, Sleeping, having a regular sleeping pattern is really going to save your life when it comes to stress Um, because sleep is actually the time that your body gets to rest, rebuild the immune system, um, keeps you um, alive. Let's just say that keeps you alive and well. So getting sleep is incredibly important. And then a little bonus, um, therapy. Um, Yeah, it's good to talk to your friends and family, but it's also good to talk to a professional therapist to develop some stress management skills. Um, Seeking professional help also will help us to kind of uncover any underlying causes of chronic stress. So yeah, we might be in this particular predicament because of life circumstances, but there also might be an underlying factor that we haven't addressed. So that is what makes it important to also utilize therapy. Um, So that is our Black Health for the week. I hope that you found some really good tips for managing and dealing with stress and got a little bit of an understanding of what stress actually is. Um, And I hope you all just remain happy and healthy Black beautiful bold individuals period Ooh, black to the black black to the back <laughs> moving on to the black fact of the week
0: <laughs> all right guys so the black fact of the week is gonna be you know stepping into that luxury stepping into that ideal beautifulness that we see for our lives so we are going to be calling out miss stephanie chung today this is a beautiful black woman and she was the first black person to lead a private aviation company when she was appointed the president of jet suite in 2018 she held that position from 2018 to 2020 and then in 2020 she became the chief growth officer of a private charter company called wheels up um, when she was the president of JetSuite from 2018 to 2020, she transformed their business into a white glove experience aimed at luxury travelers. She increased revenue. And it's a very fancy, you know, private aviation type of business that she has completely transformed into one of those luxury experiences before she left and now is the chief growth officer of a private charter company, like I said, Wills up. So definitely shout out to Stephanie Chung. She's definitely making a very strong impact in luxury travel, which you don't see a lot of our faces in that type of sector. So shout out to Stephanie Chung. Hopefully we see more from her um, while she's as the chief growth officer. Was up, maybe she would create her own private aviation company. And that's where all of us Black beautiful people that got some type of money or whatever will go to her and be flying with her. So hopefully we can see that in her future or any other Black people that are wanting to open up their private aviation or private traveling company will kind of go gravitate towards her so that she can completely transform everything else. So again, shout out to Stephanie Chung, who was the first Black person to lead a private aviation company um and definitely keep living your luxurious life keep on continue doing great things as black people as we do on a daily basis um and that is it for our black fact
1: all righty so next week tune in or next episode tune in to our regularly scheduled shenanigans per usual we always doing something crazy you know Um, tune in you know you don't want to miss it Uh, Let us know what you're interested in listening to on our socials. That's Facebook and Instagram under Vitamilin Podcast. It'll be in the description box for the episode. Um, You can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music slash Audible, anywhere that you are able to listen to podcasts. Um, Check us out. Check us out on our host site, Podbean, as well. Um, we just want to thank you all for your continued support. It really, really means a lot to us. We have a lot of great things in store for vitamin and we're just happy to have everybody along for the ride. So without further ado, we're going to go on with our black business.
0: Yes. And yeah. To end off on our beautiful black luxurious uh, ways and ideal lives, we are shouting out this black business beautiful business that is called Three Parks Wine. It is a wine shop that is actually located here in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Three Parks Wine is basically a go-to thing for all things wine. They offer weekly tastings, a large selection of wine offerings, wine growlers on tap, and a wine club. Um, they focus on small, organic, biodynamic, and natural wine producers. And it's a cool wine shop that offers wine tastings and is dedicated to finding your favorite wine. I'm not a big alcohol or wine person, but I'm definitely intrigued in this. Now that I have found this place, I'm probably definitely going to be going to the Press Wine on a date because this seems really, really cool. And like, who doesn't want to go wine tasting at a black? women-owned business like how amazing does that sound um so definitely go and check out three parks wine shop if you are located in georgia definitely go check them out they have been voted atlanta magazine's 2020 best wine shop reader's choice and wine enthusiast 2020 for 50 50 america's best wine retail or best wine clubs in america so definitely go shout Shout out to Sarah Peer, who is the owner of Three Parks Wine Shop. And go check out Three Parks Wine Shop in Atlanta, Georgia. I will have their website in the description box below. And that is the end of our episode. You guys continue to completely build on your ideal lives. Ideal lives can change. So do not feel pressured to even have to live in that ideal life that you have. Ideal lives change with circumstances and just... um what you want to do in life it's okay to change that but yes continue to live your great what if lives if you like this type of thing we can do more what if episodes and it can be specific scenarios but until then thank you for supporting us and we love you guys bye
1: y'all okay well bye Phyto is not advised for people who don't like a little flavor in their life. Side effects may include having bottomless mimosas on a weekday, flying out the country because food is none of your concern, booking a hotel just because, buying something just because you want it, saving self-care spots just in case, changing your image every three weeks just to see what works, stashing money in various places because you know the feds watching and creating scenarios and lifestyles in your head as manifestation. If these symptoms persist, keep dreaming and planning. It's coming soon.
0: Or just jump into another multiverse.